Welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, Episode 74, September 23rd, 2023. So glad you could make it. bit of a correction from last week. Last week was obviously episode 73, but in the intro I said 72 because the ode to my dad the week before I didn't put a number on. But anyway, I know the people doing the research later in life on this podcast as it continues to blow up with my tens of listeners. DT Madness Chronicles from the Third Life. I've talked about the different lives um, a few times. Kind of the idea is that the first 20 years or so, you know, was the first life. And then I met Sarah after going through some uh, turbulent times with uh, different things at Davidson and beginning at Gardner-Webb. And then we have been together since then for about the next 20 or so years. And then I had this, you know, um, this time where I changed up my habits and dealt with a lot of really intense fears and struggles. And, um, as I began to come out of that, I thought about that as the third life. And I've, I've considered that uh, or I guess I've I've had it framed in my mind that this third life would be for the next twenty years or so, but but I, I don't know. Um, maybe the third life is only a couple of years. Maybe the fourth life is within grasp, even within sight. Um, I will maybe talk more about that as we wrap up this first section today, <clears throat> I, I, again, I, I just appreciate so many of you who have continued to reach out, continue to say amazing things about my dad who have supported us as we, you know, it's anytime I, I saw that the next moon is the last super moon of the year. And, you know, my, my dad died on a, on the night of a full moon and, you know, talking about the Earl Scruggs festival when I was at the board meeting this past week and remembering that that was the weekend. Um, you know, those kinds of things, those waves still hit me, but I do appreciate all of your support. I, there, there have been a couple of instances, you know, I, I, I remember when my, my, my mom all died. Her name was, Tensy Maxwain Bridges, and um, it's my mom's mom, and I just remember from a long while ago that my mom told me that the the thing about it is is that you'll you know it's it's the times where you just feel like you want to pick up the phone and call, and that's when that's when the the missing you know really really hits, and I've had a couple of those instances you know where I just wanted to send 
pop a text, you know, and let him know what was going on. He would always reply with, with a gentle effect, you know, or maybe sometimes the loud effect. And we love that. But, um, you know, I, I wanted to text him even to tell him about his, about his funeral service, about the, about the graveside service and, uh, I, how much I th- thought he would appreciate that. It's just these, these, these fleeting moments, you know, these instant kind of thoughts that obviously get corrected rather instantly as well. Um, I, I, I thought about wanting to text him when Sydney this, this past week, who had just a phenomenal week in tennis, she was down four one. She was trailing um, down four one, and she was down two breaks of serve against her opponent from Stuart Kramer, and she was, you know, um, feeling it, you know, in 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 her head, so to speak, as they say in tennis. But um, she rallied and won the next eleven games and vanquished her opponent 6-4-6-0 and then in the following match um, after taking a defeat against one of the better players in the state um, in singles she and her partner Arden rallied again from down 3-0 to come back and win 8-4 and stay undefeated in doubles and our team is undefeated in doubles and I and I just I wanted to to text my dad and tell him that you know I don't do want to let him know because that fighting, that overcoming, that you know that that we all love about sports. And the other time that I think about is is, and I don't know what I mentioned last week. Um, I think I was still kind of in a foggy situation with the Chat DT episode from last week. So, but we we found the notes that he had scribbled out to uh, give to Sarah and me for, for a toast, you know, at our rehearsal dinner and, you know, quoting Thich Nhat Hanh and Robert Persig about how most people don't, you know, they just kind of stay to the side of the spiritual mountains. They just look at them. They don't actually go in because of how difficult it is. Um, he ended up with a quote from brother David Steindl Rast, whose book I have only just begun, um, have not found the, the space for that quite yet. Um, but but the, the the feeling I had was I wanted to wanted to text him or call him and ask him what he meant by that. But the beautiful thing about that is I I recognized right away that I didn't need to ask him what he meant. I know. I know. I know what he thought. I know what he believed. I know how he viewed things. I know what he thought about me, about us. Um, and that's a great gift. That's been a a really great gift. And so, you know, kind of trailing off of that in in part, I do want to continue to be open and vulnerable and honest with my own family, with my own kids so that they know that they, they don't have to wonder, but I think that's part of what, what this record is, you know, what this DT madness venture is, is me to be able to let the few or how many ever of you know um, what I think so that when my time has come, you won't have to wonder. I, uh, we, we've been talking about politics some and 
in, in my classes. Of course, I teach I teach government and I, I talk about being mayor sometimes. And we talk about the, I, I'm not, not apologetic about this at all. Maybe I should be more careful about the things I say to my students, but I often tell them, I just hope it's not the two really old guys that running for president. I really hope it's somebody else. Um, and then they will say, you know, I, I should run, you know, I should run for president. And I told him, I was like, I could never be president. I could never be much more, uh, a, a, a higher level office than I am in now because my feelings, I get hurt. My feelings hurt too easy. And I don't like it when people don't, um, like, uh, I don't people when, when, when people don't like what I'm doing or if they have a, a problem or if they are disappointed, you know, by the things that, that I do. So I, I really try to make sure that everybody as best as possible, you know, is on board. Um, I really try to build that consensus. And, you know, if you get into putting an R or a D beside your name, which I never would, then you're going to make half the people really mad. And these days, like for no apparent reason, than other than you have an R or D beside your name. It's just all really very lowest common denominator kind of stuff. But, but I did tell him that and it is real, like it's true. And I, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to overcome some of that stuff. I've been thinking and processing and, and, and trying to understand my dad would always, you know, he would say, remember who you are. And I, I, I am trying to be like him in, in so many areas. Um, I talked about his earring. I talked about the idea that he really just didn't, he didn't care what you thought about him. It wasn't a hardened stance. I said this over and over. It wasn't like a, you know, he wasn't angry about the whole thing. He just was, he was just happy to be here. And so I'm really working on not caring about what you think. Um, I mean that in the best possible terms. Um, I mean that in terms of just being comfortable in my own skin, recognizing my own humanity, my own flaws, my own shortcomings, the, the, the multitude of them, but knowing that I am who I am and being comfortable with the, the quirks that I have and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not to the point where I can get an earring yet. I won't be able to do that um, honestly with myself until I'm fully past this. We did have Spirit Week this past week. It was homecoming. Um, and so we we had a, a different theme each day. It was Adam Sandler Day the first day, and I dressed up, you know, just in some baggy clothes or whatever. But Tuesday was Barbecue Dad Day, so I shaved my beard into like a, a handlebar mustache, a Fu Manchu, if you will. Um, and honestly, that was part of that was my own experiment into can I do these kinds of things and not worry about what people are going to think. I shaved it down to just a, 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 a fuzzy mustache for the, for the Wednesday because I was supposed to dress like a teenager. And so I was trying to poke a little fun at some of the guys who are in their beginning stages of being able to grow facial hair. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, Thursday was, what was Thursday? I was the, the mayor. We had to do rhyming costumes. Rhyme without reason was what it was called. So I was the mayor and somebody else was a tennis player. The best one was some kid was post Malone and the other was a traffic cone. 
I thought that was really good. Although one student just rhymed with himself, which I really appreciate. He was a pickle, and I asked him, who are you rhyming with? And he held up the fact that he was holding a nickel. And I give you a pickle for a nickel. Y'all seen Little Rascals? How about two cents? Um, I, I deleted Instagram and Facebook uh, going on, I don't know, four or five days now. And it has honestly cut my screen time in half as I check the, the, the things. I When I look at it on my phone, I looked at those stats. I asked my students to compare as well. Um, I still don't think music should count as screen time, but it does. And so it puts some hours on there I don't think should be real. I don't miss it too much, honestly. And, and I'm glad about that. And I want to get to the point where I don't really miss it at all before I get back on it so that I'm, yeah, it was tough. The Instagram one wasn't as bad. I just deleted that one and there wasn't, you know, there's not a lot that I'm missing out there anyway. Um, a few things, but not, not a lot. And, but Facebook is, is the place where I I give updates about the town stuff as mayor and you know I wrote a lot about my dad on there and so there's it's just a the feedback on Facebook is is what's attractive to me there's not just there's just not a lot of feedback on Instagram you know it's like you post your story and sometimes people will like it and once every now and then somebody will make a comment but like yeah it isn't it isn't interactive like Facebook is and I love the interaction I love the affirmation I've talked about this and even when I I wrote a post just so that people would know that I wasn't going to be there um, for a little bit you know and the comments came in and and they were really positive and, and affirming and it took me some hours to actually go through with the deleting of the app of Facebook because I wanted to continue to check back when those little red ones popped up and I wanted to check back and soak in what the people were what the people were saying and that that's okay you know it's okay for for me to receive affirmation and positive comments and and feedback and all that kind of stuff i just don't want to have to need it i don't want to have to i don't want to be addicted to it and i think that's a real thing i'm gonna i'm i'm addicted to things and that's that's how that goes. So, I mean, I really do suck at moderation. I realize that, you know, you go through weddings or, or funerals or births or whatever the big events are in life down here in Southland. And maybe it's like this in other places, but the casseroles just come in, you know, and the, the pineapple casseroles and the, the cheesecakes and the whatever, man. Like it's just been food and I eat apparently a lot of ice cream for comfort and I just, but I binge it. Like I do that. I don't, I can't just have, oh, I don't just have, I shouldn't say I can't, although I've never proven that I can't. So I've really got to have discipline. I really have got to follow a routine, a pattern. Uh, maybe I'm just realizing this right now. Like I do have quirks about my routine and about my pattern, but I think that this is kind of an epiphany right now, all right, here at 927, live on the podcast, 
is that that type of structure is what I have to have or else I I will fall back into addictive behaviors like binge type behaviors and lately it's been ice cream <laughs> it's just so good man just vanilla it's all I want vanilla ice cream is what's up so I've been working on discipline I've been thinking about the things that I can control you know what are the things that I can control um I tried to get up and walk in the mornings. I just did it once. It was nice. It was nice. Um, but honestly, like the the walking, the steps, I get my 10,000 steps teaching school <clears throat> and doing all those kinds of things. I do need to get back into like more intense cardio, uh, back to my weights and push-ups and stuff. I've got to figure that out. But it's just a tough schedule right now with, with tennis and everything else. So um, trying to get back into that later this afternoon, but to get back on the things that I can control in terms of, in terms of my health, in terms of my diet, in terms of protecting my my mental spaces and pursuing the spiritual mountains, you know, and those types of things for me, f- fostering relationships and and nurturing those, um, practicing my own craft as a professional, like those are things I can control, and everything else, you know. Even up to the end, my dad would say, don't, you can't, you can't worry about the things that you can't control. Um, He would admit that that's easier to say than do, but, but he did practice that. And so I'm, I'm really working, I'm really working on that. I've, I've, I've really begun to think about what's next for me. I'm, I'm the mayor for the, for the next two years. Um, and I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the things that are that are going on in our town. I'm excited about the potential for moderate growth and for redesign of our downtown that makes it look really cool and and all that kind of stuff. But I, I, I've I've really tried to think about okay, what are some other areas that I can impact people that I can give of myself. And maybe maybe it is another term as mayor because I do believe that that I've been able to to do that in that role, um, but I'm not stuck to it. And I don't know if it's going into school administration. I don't know if it's you know working with another community group. I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe just saving more time for travel or spending time you know traveling to my kids while they're all in college, you know, and things like that. Um, but we'll see about about that I, I i talked about uh maybe beginning to write a book and i uh i i, I would want to write like my memoirs is kind of what i'm thinking about and really just for my own processing not for public consumption that not that anybody would be knocking down my door for that but um the facebook ladies often tell me i should write and so that that was kind of how I wrote my post when I walked when I walked away from Facebook here for a little bit is maybe I'll spend this time writing my book and 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 one of the chapters would be on my failures. And I thought about some of the things that I have been through and I realized that I couch these things as failures. Some of them are, you know, and that's that's fine. Failure is is good. Being wrong is okay. You know, these are the things that we learn from. I am a human being. I'm going to mess up and have a whole bunch. But I have categorized some of the events, some of the things that have happened in my life as my own failure. 
And it just isn't right. It just isn't real. It just isn't true. So I'm thinking about thinking about that and how to to review, you know, to change my perspective, my own perspective on on my own self, my own life. It, to to the point where I, I know that I'm I'm enough. I'm enough, even if even if I don't get reelected, even if like I I become a I don't know, like even if I wasn't a good teacher or my reputation was damaged or if if even if I get sick, like I'm enough. And I don't have to continuously seek affirmation to know that, you know, like I, I was sitting out just yesterday. Um, our dear friends got us some wind chimes with a, a, a remembrance of my dad. It's got his name on there, Larry Thomas. And, and I'd gotten some wind chimes that I had, uh, that were, that were like the ones that I went to at the Abbey down in Charleston, um, Monk's Corner. What is that? I forget what that one's called. And they're, they're positioned right on either side of the foundation tower of stone. And I sit out there and the wind chimes, they just tune up perfectly. They really do. And it was windy yesterday. So it was, it was just beautiful feeling the wind, the, you know, looking at, at the, the foundation tower and, and contemplating and just being. And I realized that one of the things that I wanted to do a little bit was to, to like do a video or uh, a picture to, to record the sound to let people know like to let people know but it's okay it's okay for me to just have that moment that nobody else knew about and I didn't need to let them know that I am and that's all that my existence is a real thing um, and those two different ways of saying the same thing I, I am and it's okay to have those moments just for you and we're so connected now and I think those connections are great in so many ways it develops so many layers of support but being comfortable in my own skin by myself not needing or having to share you know the those special moments to not not needing to let you know what I'm doing so that you can give me some positive feedback and so therefore somehow that validates the experience. It, I don't know if that makes sense. I, I was all of this I talked about with my uh, counselor at Living Lotus and 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 man she just phenomenal. I, I told her uh, I tried to explain to her it feels goofy talking to I feel goofy talking to her about my like my podcast, you know, it's just, it's just like, oh, my podcast, I say, you know, that this is the Chronicles of the Third Life. And, and I just feel so silly saying that to her. But I try to explain like what I meant by first life, second life, third life, and that, that, that maybe this was just a transition into the fourth life. Maybe just this part of, of my life is just a transition. And she, she looked at me and it's one of those things where I really do have a tough time holding eye contact for a long time. Those are my own insecurities and I'm really working on it. But she'll look me right in, in the eyes and she was going to, she, she brought back up the third life after some things that we had been talking about. 
And she's like, you know, you, you said it was a transition. And for me, like, I, I need you to think that I'm doing okay, right? Like, I, I, w- I don't want her to, to, to tell me that I didn't say the right thing. Like, it's just ridiculous, the insecurities that I have and the discomfort I have in my own skin. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And so I'm anticipating what she's going to say. And she looked at me and she says, you know what, Daniel, this isn't just a transition. You talk about it as a transition. This is a transformation. You are transforming. Oh, and then, I mean, I cried like my own tears, you know, because I felt that. I felt that. I do. I feel it. I can see it. I, I see the fourth life. I see, I see the realization of being comfortable in my own skin, of you know, of of just doing the things that I can control, of of not caring what you think, of not needing your affirmation, even though it's okay to like it. Like I, I see this comfort level with being me, being who I am. I see it close. So. Anyway, I, I don't know if there's a, maybe I should play the division or maybe I should end that like that was Tea Time with Mara. I don't know. There's some echo effects that I'm going to mess with next week. I might have to do that. But um, but but I, I told my kids this week, like <clears throat> in AP Seminar, oh, I'm going to talk about AP Seminar just for a minute and then we'll finish up with some Google stuff. Although... We'll be here for a minute. I'm feeling good today. I just, one of the prompts that I gave my AP seminar class was like, if, can you identify a thing right now that makes you so happy? You know, what is it that really makes you happy? And I told them that a good merge makes me happy. Like when you, when you're, when you're on the merging ramp and you can kind of look back over and you can see the cars and you can pick the hole and you know the right speed to go. I'm not talking about nobody's coming. I'm talking about it's some traffic. But you can you can stay up to speed and not have to stop and not have to like you just can smooth right into that open area and merge right in. Ah me, I mean I'm good at it now. Uh, I've only half joked that maybe that should be on my epitaph. You know that he was a great merger, and they just look at me like what how does your mind work? Like, what do you think about with these things? But, but I do, I like those little, I like those little things. This AP seminar is a struggle. Oh man. It's just, it's like, I I love the content. I, I love to teach government and politics. I love to talk about those kinds of things. I like, I like philosophy. I like psychology. I like the history part of all of that. Like, and the AP seminar, I just haven't developed the content that goes along with my style and my my desire. Um, I think I've tried to make it be everything all at once for for every single student. I think I've you know I've, I heard my a band I love Widespread Panic. They said one time that they don't play to please the crowd. They play the music, like they play the music the way they want to do it. And then the crowd responds to that. And, and I need to get back to doing that, but it's, it's a research class. It's a, it's a research writing presentation class. And those skills are really good for them. They really are. It's just not what I'm used to teaching. And it's hard for me to, 
put passion into that. And, um, and I think they know that. And I, I think it's hard for them, especially as seniors, to, to put passion into that project. But, you know, one thing that I just started was I gave them some free writing prompts. I gave them 12 of them, and they have to do one a day. They can write them as fast as they want or one each day. And I got one this morning talking about the uh, struggles, some, some struggles that one of the students had gone through. And it was just really real. And it kind of re, re-energized me a little bit. And I'll, I'll still teach them how to do the research. And I think they'll be fine with that. I really don't think that's the difficult part. But I also looked up the etymology of seminar this morning. And it's about planting seeds. It's about It's about sowing seeds. And I can do that. I can do that. So for whatever it is, we're going to we're going to plant some seeds from uh, from here on out in AP seminar. And hopefully they'll get the research part and the and all that practical stuff, too. But I, I can't. I'm going to I'm going to play the music and I think they'll come along. I hope so. I hope so, because these kids are amazing. And that's the part that I'm struggling with so much is how to how to make this music all together, you know, but, um, anyway, I, I was glad about, I was glad about reading this particular piece of writing from this student and also finding that etymology. So, so now it is, is Google time. And I, I do want to just mention a few things that, that are on the, on the mind here in the last t- 10 minutes or so. Um, I, I'm still crushing Wordle in the mini crossword. I got the Wordle in two, in two days in a row, I got it in two. And I tell my students that and they like, man, that's a weird flex, Mr. Thomas. And say what you want, but I crush it. Uh, man, I, I've been this morning, just this morning, been researching hotels near Daniel Island and the Credit One Charleston Open because that's the week that we're off for um, Easter break. And we went last year and this year, you know, last year we just drove down and drove back and and this year, I'm, I'm really thinking about going down and staying a couple of days and then um, catching maybe the, the, the all-day quarterfinals and maybe even the semifinal round or something like that. So excited about excited about that as well, like looking at possibilities for Avitz, New Year's, and Raleigh. Um, I try to get tickets that morning, but if you just sold out faster or, or emptied out faster or maybe Ticketmaster was just frozen. But hopeful maybe that we can make a – Avitz New Year's Eve trip, all of these things probably can't happen. I don't really have it like that. Um, the the I, I have booked a hotel. This is a real thing, but I can cancel it up till Christmas Day. But I did, I did book my courtyard near Hudson Yards up in New York City, the one that I've stayed at both times I've gone up um, to see. I went to New York with with Sam when we saw Phantom and and the Mets the first. Uh, trip and then when I went back up last New Year's to see the fish, um, yeah, it's booked. I got till tomorrow to put my ticket requests in. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, what else we got here? The I uh. I've also been looking up Crystal 6, Link to the Past. We found the Super Nintendo system that my kids grew up watching my dad play Legend of Zelda and Metroid on. 
and I've gotten towards the end and I just can't find my way through these castles and whatever and nadgum Isaac is always trashing me because I keep running into these spiky things and the oh, the little birds and bees they just they just destroy me and uh so yeah it's a uh, it's been a struggle so I've had to look up some some help I looked up the North Carolina budget which finally passed which is not going to mean a whole lot for me as a teacher I'm glad for you early starting teachers that are going to get a decent raise. But uh, yeah, I think mine is 3% or so, 3.5% over two years. So we're looking at 1.8%. So appreciate you, North Carolina. Um, but now everyone can send their kids to private school. So whatever. But as mayor, um, if you remember, I don't know if you remember, but a couple months ago, me and a couple guys went up to Raleigh to lobby for Boiling Springs. We asked for $3 million, knowing we would never get $3 million, and we got $750,000 uh, in this budget. So that's a really, really good thing. I guess the governor hasn't signed it quite yet, but it looks like the Republicans have override numbers either way. Um, I looked up the Cleveland County Commission for Women because I saw this article in the Shelby Star that was published on the same day that these nominations for the Distinguished Women of the Year Award were due. And the email address that the Shelby Star had in its uh, article was not correct. But anyway, I emailed, I finally found the right email, even though I was a day late. And I emailed the Cleveland County Commission for Women to nominate Sarah, my wife, because she is a distinguished woman in the way that she does uh, her directing for TRIO. She was Staff Person of the Year at CCC. and is actually up for it for the state level. And she sent me the, the, the things that people had written and uh, um, the application for all that. And I'm actually going to use it this week as we get into talking about um, the executive branch and, and the different cabinet departments because her grant comes through the Department of Education. But also it is a highlight to what like really real government work is. Um, She's uh, she's doing good stuff. I looked up a 2024 Camry because I paid off the 2020. That is Sam's. And in a year, Isaac will be taking driver's ed in, in, the, in December. And when he turns 16, which will be a year and a half from now, then um, Sydney will get the current 22 Camry. And Isaac will fall back to Stella Blue. And that's been our plan. And so then I'll have to get me a new one to drive. You know, I got to break it in. I got to break in the new one so that when Isaac turns 18, he can have his. Um, it won't be a 24, but I was just getting curious about what they're looking like these days. Uh, what else we got here? I've been looking up like luster prints and glossy prints because I bought some cool pictures that I'm framing up. Um, kind of the moonscape that was that was on the night of, of my dad's passing and some other some other pictures that I'd taken, and I don't know what luster and glossy meant. So I got luster. I don't know. I looked up Oliver Anthony because he's this guy that sings the rich men of North of Richmond or whatever it is, and it's just not good. And I don't understand. Like, I don't know who that person was, Marin Morris or whatever, who said these Trump years have turned music into just owning the liberals, and it isn't even really about the art anymore. That's that's true stuff, man. Um, and in the country world anyway, this guy, I guess, says he isn't really just talking about Republicans. He's talking about all of them, but he just doesn't sing all that great, in my opinion. 
Um, I was talking about a, uh, Nikki Haley and a speech she gave about Donald Trump, and she said he was weak in the knees, and I didn't even continue to look that up because immediately I started singing to my classes at SWV, you know. I get so weak in the knees, I can hardly speak, I lose all control. You know, like that one. And then I played it for them, and then they made requests, and one of them actually requested What's Up by the Four Non Blondes, and I'm like, okay, I'll take it back to 93. And then, but then they said, let's play one by the uh, Zach Bryan band or whatever. And it was called Hey Driver. And man, I really liked it. So I'm going to have to check Zach Bryan out. So I had to look up how to care for a peace lily. Um, one of my good friends sent us one through 1-800-Flowers. And I'm not good with plants, but I'm working on it. And I got that sucker to, uh, to perk back up. And it made me glad. I had to look up very last one here, the fall plants for mostly shade so I could plant the thing in the foundation tower of stone. I had been waiting um, as my dad went through his sickness um, and I just let it do its thing, do its own thing in the Buddha garden foundation tower of stone there. And Did you know that chrysanthemum, like that mum is short for chrysanthemum? And I don't know why you don't just say chrysanthemum. Because chrysanthemum is a really fun word to say. Almost as fun as rhododendron. So I'm not going to call it a mum. I got a chrysanthemum to plant there. And uh, it was tough. The Lowe's experience was tough. I just kind of stood and looked for a long time. And that was a, that was one of those waves that, that hit. But uh, anyway, DT Madness. I told y'all, it's a real thing. This has been a Church of Six production brought to you by the Bucket of Life, the Foundation Tower of Stone, the Wall of Belief, the Token of Hope, the Magic Rock times two, and the Rope of Revelation. Nothing divine is desperate, and may all your circumstances serve to awaken compassion. And as you go, teach peace. Don't forget to believe, y'all. And be live. Peace, my friends.